This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a mat marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Brian Wright. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome, Seth. Great to be here. Uh, we are glad to have you talk a little. Tell us a little bit about the really interesting stuff that you're doing right now. The stuff I'm doing right now? Well, I have a weekly personal development radio show called Success Profiles Radio. I've been doing it since January 2012. I've had a chance to interview some of the most amazing, phenomenal people I can imagine. It's just been a, a real blessing, and it's my happiest hour of the week. Uh, what I want to do is to interview people that I admire, people who have had world-class success, and talk to them about what they achieved and what they overcame and the lessons that we can extract from that and just share those lessons with the world and uh, repurpose some content into some books, blogs, and other things. Awesome. So let's go back in time, uh, back to the beginning. Where did you grow up? I grew up in a little town called Northwood, Iowa. So cornfields and cows and pigs and sheep all around. <laughs> it was really, it was, it was good. Life was pretty simple back then. When you grow up in a small town, you realize that everyone learns your business even before you share it with very many people. So that's one of the drawbacks. But it, it, it's really a great community. Uh, it, basically, people wanted to help one another, and that's really great. I mean, when harvest time comes around, the farmers all help each other. Let's do my crop first, and then we'll do yours. That way no one's doing it really by themselves. And so there's a real spirit of cooperation and helpfulness uh, in a small town. And it was really terrific from that aspect. Uh, then I went to Iowa State and studied communication studies. So I uh, got to live in a bigger town for four years. And then I went to the University of Nebraska for graduate school and got my degree in adult education. And so that's another bigger town still. And then now I'm in Phoenix. I've been out here for 20 years. So uh, that's 
that's my beginning. And how did you get started in business? Well, I've always wanted to do something where I could be independent and make some extra money. Back in the 90s when I lived in Nebraska, I was a professional resume writer for a while. And I did that while I was teaching at a business college. I taught public speaking, English composition, and business math. And so writing resumes was really a lot of fun. I got to help people find jobs and help people uh, organize their, their, their work and their career and, and market and package it in a way that made a lot of sense because some people are pretty good at writing their own resumes and other people maybe not so much, not just because of the writing skills that they may or may not have, but because it's really hard to be objective about your own experience. I find that to be true sometimes when I was working on mine back when I you know, would work on my own. But I, I think it was uh, really uh, fulfilling. Uh, I did figure out after a while it wasn't as lucrative as I wanted to be, and that was the kind of thing that was difficult to scale, and this was before the Internet. So this was, uh, I realized after a while, you know what, I'm just, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just booted it all and moved to Phoenix and started over and uh, took a little while to get on my feet. But uh, right now, what I do now is I help people write their books. So scaling up a little bit, working one-on-one, helping people write their books and ghostwriting books for people. And so I've got a couple clients now and I'm going to be scaling that up and I've got people in my pipeline and uh, we're going to make that a go and transition out of my full-time job sometime soon. Well, congratulations. That is absolutely awesome. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? I wish there was Internet, but of course we can't fix that. I wish that I believed in myself much, much earlier. I tend to be my own worst enemy. I'm, I'm much better at that now than I was before because I have taken steps. To, to get my business going, but I wish I would have started earlier, and I wish I would have believed in myself earlier, and I wish I would have cut some of the negative forces out of my life a lot sooner. One thing that doing my radio show has really done, Seth, is I have been able to level up my associations. I'm sure you've heard the Jim Rohn quote, you know, that you are the, the average of the five people you hang around with the most. I mean, if you want to be successful in business, you need to hang around business uh, professionals. If you want to be in great shape, you need to hang around with people who do that. If you hang around with five fat swamps, you're not getting anywhere. So having a chance to interview these people has really been wonderful because I learn something new every week and I get to meet people on uh, Facebook who love that type of content and I've had a chance to be on other people's shows and much like yours and I've had people approach me wanting to be on mine and this is the cool thing. When you do something for a while, it starts to gain momentum and it almost starts feeding upon itself. I would say in the last couple of months, I've developed a a waiting list of people who want to be on my show, and I'm booked out for three months. So that's a great place to be. It's a whole lot better than being at the beginning and scrambling for who's going to be on my show three days from now. That's not a comfortable feeling. But uh, that's, that's been my journey so far. That is absolutely incredible. Um, what have been some of your some of your biggest business mistakes, and more importantly, what did you learn from them? Because I find that we learn more from avoiding other people's mistakes than we do trying to just copy what we think they're successful at. Right, biggest mistakes. I would say, hmm, that's a really really great question. I think some of the biggest mistakes that I have made 
would be assuming that other people care about my business as much as I do. <laughs> and I think it's okay to trust people, but one one thing you have to do is just really uh, follow up and make sure that people are, are doing what they say they're going to do. I, I will tell you, uh, I think we all learn from our mistakes. I'm just trying to think of something really, really specific. I, I guess I tend to be uh, on the other side where I tend not to trust people. I want to do it all myself, and you can't. You just can't. I think that you get exponentially further if you do help other people. And so I think I've tried doing everything myself for far too long. And the people, there are the things that I can't do or the things that I'm not good at, like social media marketing, for example. I just haven't done much of it because I tried and failed and it didn't go well, and so I decided this isn't for me. But really the right mindset is find the people who know how to do that and enlist their help. Pay a coach. Pay somebody. Talk to somebody. I mean, there are, there are, I've realized there are a lot of people in my space who know how to do this, and it's just a matter of reaching out and deciding which one I want to trust with my business. And so I guess to answer your question, the biggest mistake that I've made was uh, trying to do it all myself. And when you try and do it all yourself, you can't leverage time, you can't leverage your resources, you can't leverage your contacts, uh, because it's just not something that you're doing. If you're trying to do it all yourself, you're limited. You are limited by your least skill set, if that makes sense. For example, if I am not good at social media marketing, then I am limited because that's something that's not a part of my, my arsenal. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. What do you like best about your business? I love talking to interesting people. I love learning from interesting people. I love uh, meeting people that I can uh, connect with and perhaps JV with and work with. I'm always looking for people that I can uh, work with uh, on a much bigger scale. And one thing that I do to maybe test that a little bit is ask them to do a small favor for me. Because here's my philosophy. If you can't, if someone will not do something small for you, you can't trust them to help you with your big dream. So you ask them to do something small, like maybe something small such as, you know, promote this episode that we just did. Or can I uh, have you... Uh, maybe put a Facebook post on promoting my new book or whatever the case happens to be. If they do it, that's great. If they don't, I had I didn't have that from them to start with. But you, again, you learn who cares about you and your business by what they're willing to do and by whether they're willing to do what they say they'll do. I've had plenty of people, for example, say, yes, I will do a testimonial for your show. Some have done it and some haven't. It's okay. I know who I can trust now and who I can't. And that's fine. I think it's a valuable lesson, by the way, learning who you can trust and who you can't. But test small things first before you ask someone for something big. You have to earn the right to ask for something bigger. Absolutely. What, how do you get so much done? What are some of your productivity secrets? Can you say that again? What are some of your secrets for being so productive? I would say have a short list of things that you can do in 10 or 15 minutes. The reason why is because we all find ourselves waiting for something, whether it's waiting for a client to show up for your call, whether it's waiting for a haircut, whether it's sitting in traffic, whatever that case is. Now, some things are more appropriate to do when you're waiting in traffic than others, of course, but the idea is have a short list of things that don't take you very long to do. I mean, we've all got our bigger things that we want to do, you know, write our book, write our blog post, uh, prepare for our, our interview, whatever the case happens to be. But examples, uh, you know, 
read a few pages. I, I love personal development. I, I think reading and feeding your mind is very important. So if I'm waiting for something, have a book with you. Read a few pages. Another thing you can do is have your goals written down and review them. Have, have affirmations written down and review them. Uh, I would, another thing I would say is if you are in a place where this is feasible, drop down and do 25 push-ups, do 25 squats, do 25 crunches, whatever it is. Get your heart rate going. Get your metabolism going. Sometimes people think, I don't have time to go to the gym. Well, you don't need to go to the gym to do those things. Just get your heart rate going. And if you do that three, four, five times a day, you will be amazed at the progress that you will make. So just have a list of things that you can do in a very short amount of time because we all have those gaps in our day where something didn't go the way we thought it would, and having that short list will help you be more productive. And if you do some of those little things multiple times a day, those efforts do add up over time. Absolutely. Are there any uh, – what, what how do you manage your business? What software programs or apps do you use? Well, I don't really use a lot of apps. I would say for my uh, email, I use Aweber. What else do I do? What else do I do? Uh, Evernote. I learned how to use Evernote a, a year ago, and I use that occasionally to organize my thoughts, my projects. Uh, I love – this is going to sound really primitive, but – I like Microsoft Excel. <laughs> I keep a list of who my guests are for my show on Excel. And off to the side, I have a list of my people who are on my waiting list who have approached me, but I've said not yet. So Microsoft Excel, once I learned how to use that, I felt really powerful. Because, I mean, you can do formulas, you can organize things by, by whichever column or row you want. It's, it's great. I love that. Uh, just trying to think what else I use. That caught, I'm, I, that caught me off guard. <laughs> but that's really, uh, that's it. I tend to keep things really simple. All right. And how do you manage the financial aspects of your business? Oh, I do that on Excel too. I have, a, I have my spreadsheet where I, I log in my expenses and, and my income and I keep a running total on that so that I always know for the year where I'm at. And I think that's really instructional. And then when I get my taxes done, I just uh, uh, send that to whoever's doing my taxes or I just make a hard copy if I'm visiting them in person. I do both, actually. So that's how I keep track of things right now. I just use Excel. I don't use any fancy software for anything. I just, I just don't. And then I don't do taxes, and so I let other people do that for me. I just trust other people to do the thing that they're good at. Okay, and how do you stay on top of you know, the information overload that we all get inundated with every day? Uh, To-do lists are, are really, really important. Writing things down, having things written down, that keeps me sane. It keeps me organized. Uh, is, is, that, is that where you were going with that? Yes. Okay, yeah. Have things written down. Have things, whether it's on your computer, whether it's on your device, whether it's on... Pencil and paper, pen and paper. I tend to be a real firm believer in pen and paper, believe it or not. I mean, a lot of people are getting away from that and they're going digital and there's nothing wrong with that. But if your internet connection is not good, you don't have access to it. If you are in a place where your internet's not good, if, you're, if your phone breaks, now what? Do you drive 15 minutes across town and go to the public library? If that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. But if I've got it written down and it's in my notebook and I have that with me, I'm good. That is an excellent point. Uh, who is an ideal show guest for you? Well, I'll tell you, 
someone who I didn't have on, I had Darren Hardy on my show last year. That was a dream come true. In fact, I have my, my dream list of, of people that I would love to interview. Someone encouraged me several years ago to do that. I've got probably 50 or 55 people. And without really focusing on that list that much, I think I probably interviewed at least a dozen of those. But Darren Hardy was really great. He was promoting his book, The Roller Entrepreneur Roller Coaster. He was charming. He was intelligent, obviously. Uh, had a lot of great stories and a lot of great ideas. And so he was a really, really great guest. I, I would say my ideal guest is someone who has experienced world-class success in something and is absolutely willing to help other people. And so that, that leaves the door open for a lot of people to come on my show. And so uh, my, my criteria for that is people that I want and then people who have been on my show to return again and then people that they refer to me, and then finally, at the bottom of the list, people who blind, cold pitch me, and I get lots of that. So uh, you, have to, you have to know who your ideal guest is, and that's a really great question. All right, and where can our folks who are resonating with what you're talking about go to learn more about you? They can listen to my show at www.successprofilesradio, that's successprofiles radio.com. They can also find my personal website, briankwright.com. That's B-R-I-A-N, the letter K. Right is W-R-I-G-H-T, briankwright.com. You can also, I've got a podcast player on my website. I've got a blog. I've got testimonials. I've uh, got my book writing coach, coaching program where I describe that. If they also want to email me, they can email me, brian at briankwright.com. Okay. Fascinating interview. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your time with us. Everyone, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Uh, Brian, thank you again. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Seth. It was fun. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better... I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to takethe500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.